Hello everyone, welcome to Self Love and Shadow Work Podcast. I'm here with my friend Tia of Crossroads Medium. Hello Tia. Hi, so glad to be a part of this. So glad to meet you. Thank you so much for having me on today. I have business in the back. <laughs> you were waiting for it. But anyways, so let's, let's talk about your story and tell us a bit about your story and how you, um, you know, started your spiritual journey. So for me, I would guess that my story would start really young. Um, I was born with many gifts and didn't really understand them at all. Um, you know, I, well, I didn't understand why people couldn't see the people that I could see. So it probably started around the age of three for me. Um, at that point in time, my mom thought I was just having, you know, imaginary friends and I was an only child and I lost my brother at the age of three. And so it was just me. Um, but she would say, oh, I'd see you doing a tea party and doing all of this stuff. And I'm thinking, but I, I have people. <laughs> There's, it's not empty. And then as I started growing up, she was noticing that um, it was continuing. And I would get very angry because I would think that she was being really rude if we were at the dinner table and I had, you know, my friend or a spirit with me and I'd say, yes, you can join us for dinner. And then I'd be like, well, where's the plate for them? I couldn't concept. There's no, nobody told me, you know what I mean? You're just open. Um, growing up was very hard. It was a very hard life because I was told that I was crazy and my mom just could not accept it whatsoever. Constantly going to doctors, um, trying me on different meds, trying to get me into psych wards. It was really bad. And I just could not understand why I just was told I was crazy. So it wasn't until I was around 12 or 13 that I ended up meeting my father and I got to meet my grandmother, Stella. And the first time that I met her, she looked at me and she's like, huh, does this and this and this happen to you? <clears throat> yes. Everybody tells me I'm crazy. She's like, oh, She's like, you have the gift. And I'm like, I'm not crazy. She's like, no. She's like, okay, okay, this comes from me. So it was the first time in my life that I was actually validated and understanding, still not fully understanding the full aspect of it. At that point in time was more towards premonitions as well as seeing spirits, so mediumship. Um, as I started growing up, um, you know, different things would start coming into play at different times. Um, the one I kind of blocked out, which was a little hard to do was there was a time in my life for a good three years. Um, I would always seem to meet people who were, and that's why I chose crossroads, um, was always at a crossroad. And if I bumped into them, their entire life would flash in front of me, like a roller decks, like just pictures and stuff. And it would always be, they're about to make like either a very bad mistake and it was, we need to get them this way. So I didn't like that aspect too much, much cause it was always something negative. Um, but you're always pulled to kind of go and talk. I did block on block off throughout my life only about seven years ago with things that were happening with my son who was gifted as well. And we had a very negative experience in our house and never clicked in paranormal to me because I had, blocked off for such a long period of time in my life. And so we were going through things until finally, um, I was told you have to open back up. And I was like, I, I don't want to, 
<laughs> I don't want to go through this anymore. And, you know, when something happens to your child, you become the mama bear and you put yourself aside. So I thought, okay, here we go. So it's probably a little more than seven years. I'd say nine years now. I just had to think of how old he was. And I did. And we were able to take away the attachment. And then the university decided, so we're not going to close you now. <laughs> no matter what you do, we've been waiting. So here we go. So that's led me through some spiritual journeys, meeting some amazing people. Um, now, most of my gifts are pretty much at its peak. So I identify as a psychic empathic medium, Reiki healer, and a spiritual teacher and coach. The main differences that I have is I do love my mediumship and I, and I love relaying messages and, and I love helping. I also do, I used to do a lot of house clearings and moving and crossing spirits over. Um, that's one of the things that I embrace as well. Um, then I started getting into missing people, missing persons, um, some homicides, doing a lot with uh, police in the States. Um, so I have about eight convictions behind me right now. And that one was hard because I had to learn. And I'm also teaching those that, you know, people who want to be a medium, well, you can't choose what's coming to you. You can't just say, I'm going to open and I just want my loved ones because it doesn't work that way. And you're going to have the positive and you're going to have the negative that come with that. It's understanding that even when the negative is coming to you, that it may be overwhelming as long as you're using it for good and you can control yourself. So it's me stepping outside of my body, going through the eyes of the victim and trying to gather as much information as I possibly can, right? In order to relay to whoever needs to have it. And I've always been told since I was a little girl, I was the voice. I just never understood what the voice was. So I feel as though now where I am now in my life, I'm the voice for those here in the physical world. I'm also the voice for the ones in the spirit realm. So the biggest shift that I think I've had within the last couple of years of leaning more towards teaching in seminars and coaching is shadow work, which is interesting of how we met, right? And understanding that everything within its vibrational frequency in this world to really lift up to everything is about letting go. And that's deprogramming everything that we've learned since we were little, because that's what has been placed upon us. And, you know, I tell people, like, nobody volunteers for shadow work. I don't know one person who's going to be like, please, please. I really would like to go back and feel all the feelings that I've shoved in the back of my head and my subconscious mind and blocked out for this many years, please let's, let's just bring them back up to the surface so I can feel those. Right. Um, but the key to it is that when I went through the journey and realized how liberating it was at the end to finally like make peace. Um, and I've gone through a lot and that's going to come out in my book. Right. And I, I never realized, and I question above as many of us do as light workers, why are we here? What is my purpose? And I never understood growing up why I went through so much. I think I've lived five lifetimes in this one life, like everything that could happen to a person I have literally gone through. And my husband would look and he's like, I don't understand how so many negative things can happen to one person. I'm like, either do I, but somehow I'm still standing and I'm still freaking here. So there's gotta be a reason. And it wasn't until that journey that when I finally finished and I realized this was the route I wanted to take is that anybody, a client of mine or 
whoever's in front of me saying, you know, they're giving me your darkest secrets, right? I'm calling you out on them because I'm looking in your eyes and I'm telling you, yeah, age five and six, well, what happened here, right? And when they're saying it, I know what's in their mind. I know how they felt. And if I don't, I'm going to tell them I've never gone through that. So I, I can only imagine the feelings behind that. But then it's also showing them that the key to this, I think even for you, is to go from the victim mindset to the survivor mindset. And it's to embrace all that you've gone through, all bad, all good, because it makes you who you are. And even your story, as much as you may think it might not help somebody, yes, it probably will. Because you've made it there to let go. Right. So right now, you know, I just moved out here to a whole new province. I'm deciding that, you know, I'm about to open up my own boutique as well, which is Soul Alignment Boutique. Um, and uh, start more gearing towards coaching than anything else. I'm, I said above that if I could change one person's life every single day, I've done my job and I've done that for seven years. Now I'm kind of ready to hit 100,000. 10,000, you know, into groups, <laughs> much bigger as a collective of, you know, collaborating with other people who have gifts as well, because we all offer something different. There's no competition in this field. There should never be competition in this field. It's a light worker's code. We all have something to bring to the table. And now it's our time to shine and to shift, you know, the vibrational energy of this planet as high as we can go into the 5D dimension. And I'm just, I understand that this is why we chose this time. And this is the history in its making. And I'm just happy to be a part of it and actually living, breathing and understanding this entire beautiful shift once you get past the storm. Yeah, I like that. Once you get past the storm. Yeah, Uh, the storm. there's a storm. There's always a storm. I think like that's kind of the mindset that um, needs needs to be integrated for us all. My child is screaming behind us, but that's this is kind of the the thing that needs to be integrated for us all is the fact that there's always going to be storms. Always, that's that's what life is about. That we don't move in an energy that doesn't have storms. It's it's exactly. Like, it, that's when we do our best work is when we can see it objectively and like what was my part in this storm how did I allow it to happen to me and oftentimes I'm finding that it's like you not believing in yourself kind of really yeah. fed that storm it fed the the, the shit that, that came at you you're either feeding the fear or you're feeding the ego yeah. right the ego side of us comes on so strong and I say this and and I mean I believe that we all go through this anytime that you're trying to raise yourself be better for yourself changing into better habits doing into anything your ego is going to come on full force full force it's that I always say it's a little man who sits on my shoulder who's not nice right and puts all the bad things that are in your head and it's almost making a conscious decision that when these thoughts are coming into your head is standing back and saying okay wait a second is it me talking or is it the ego part of me that's trying to set me back. And when you can acknowledge 
wait a second. No, I got the freaking confidence here. I know I can do this because I can feel it from my heart and I can feel it from my soul. This is what I'm supposed to do is when I usually say, flick the little man off your back and say, not today, you know, we're moving forward today. Right. And everything is a life lesson. It's all a life lesson. Some of them are really hard, really hard. Right. And you sit in it and you think, okay, what did I do to get this here? But at the same time, just like you said, where there's light, there's going to be darkness. There's going to be times that are going to show you how strong you are. Are you learning the lesson from it? Or did you just kind of make your way through it? Because then it's going to come back around again and you're going to face it again. Right. And that's why I say people always feel as though they're in a karmic loop. I tried something different, but then I went back to my old ways. Why did I land back here? Because you didn't do the work to make the change. You're just going with the flow. Everything we have to put work in every day is to learn something new about ourselves. But the dark phase of an awakening is the worst phase you'll ever go through. It's called the dark phase for a reason. This is where you're going to be stripped down to every emotion that you can think of within yourself. And it's lonely. It's depressing and it's sad and you're angry because then you start second guessing people in your life that are not there for you anymore, that you've been there for them. Many empaths are going through this right now, right? In which we have to create the boundaries of it. And, you know, I say, just, just keep pushing, right? You know, the, the thunder's there, the lightning's going fucking nuts. we got a tornado that's coming your way, right? But then what happens? It passes, the sun comes out, Yes, we see the damage that's done, which is usually us breaking ties, right? Of those that don't bring us to our highest good. And that's emotional because it's an ending to something. At the same time, once you break it, the universe will then in turn actually start placing people in your path in really odd ways that are out your, at your level. Because the true thing about being in this world and on this planet and in this body and in our soul is to be authentic. And this is a combination between all of our past lives up until now, right? Just now, crazy, after thousands and thousands and thousands of years, are we actually pushed to the point of us being true? which is why this is so awkward for all of us to go through because we're just sitting back going, uh, I'm not sure what to believe right now. Okay, I know, there's, I know there's more. Do I want to know that there's more? Oh, oh, there's signs. What's that sign mean? Why does that keep happening? So you have the universe and the above starting to really kind of bring it all in. And it's so beautiful when you get to that point when you can actually see the signs, understand the guidance that you're going through, really pushing for yourself, but it comes from within. Because think about it, once you're confident, like you're confident in yourself, you can conquer anything at all. You may not, <laughs> but you're gonna walk in and be like, yeah, that can do this. <laughs> yeah, confidence, I love that. It, and it's like, it's that, it's that barrier. If you, if you don't have the confidence to move through the shadows, then it's just like, uh, that's a, kind of what keeps you in that resistance, keeps you in that loop. Mm -hmm. But it's so powerful when you can look at the shadows, when you can really see it. And, you know, when people like us, the mirrors, 
who reflect yeah. that uh, to the people we work with when they can see it that way. And mm-hmm. this, you know, like I, I've, I've been through similar and while I don't know your experience, I do understand the heavy feeling that's associated with it. And it's like, this is how we moved through this energy. This is how yeah. we created and cultivated that life for ourselves. And the more we share our story, you know, yeah. like I really try to, to hit that home with a lot of my clients, the more you share your story, even if it's just with yourself, even if all you're doing mm-hmm. is writing a journal piece about your story to yourself it's like you see it and you're like shit yeah. <laughs> I survived that I, yeah. I did I did the thing I absolutely agree I mean for me you know I've gone through domestic violence um I became a domestic violent you know advocate um and that was a hard part of my life and, and I I realized a lot of things right the biggest part is being able I think what happens is that when something traumatic happens into our life, whether something has hurt somebody or something has hurt us in different levels, um, or we've gone through something, we've seen something, we've, whatever it is, it's hard for us to get past that fear, shame, because many of them, as well as myself, question, what did I do? How did I put myself in here? Wait a second. I thought it was smarter than that, right? But at the same time, it's just standing up and being like, okay, that was not my best decision at all. All right, we're going to learn from that one and not do that again. And when they are sending red flags, it's not like, I'm just going to push that on aside. No, you know, okay, this red flag's not so good. It's no, it's acknowledging, right? And it's being comfortable. And understanding that when you're standing in that mirror, the biggest thing I want people to say every day to themselves is I am worthy. Because you are, no matter what situation you're in, it doesn't matter. You're still here. You're still getting up. You're still taking that breath. You're still opening your eyes. You're still putting those feet on the ground and you're still walking forward, right? Just because you may be lost, doesn't mean that it's lost forever. Just means maybe you're off your path just a little bit. And that's why we're here. It's just to get you back on your path and to understand the feeling within yourself. Yeah. And it's it's not easy to understand those feelings. It's so interesting. Um, as, as I do the, the shadow readings for others, as I dive into that energy, it's like the more we raise our awareness to these heavy things, it doesn't make it easier, but uh, the more guidance that we can receive in that energy also, I find a lot of my readings are like, yeah, I'm going to illuminate this shitty thing, but I'm also mm-hmm. going to give you 10 other points on how you can, you know, move through that energy of, of that shitty thing and, and yeah. kind of put it behind you instead of holding on to it and just kind of lugging it around. Um, <laughs> it, it, yes. it makes all the difference in the world. I find a lot of people just feel lighter, even after just experiencing that things they already knew. We already know. That's that's another Mm -hmm. thing that we make. You already knew the answer. We just really showed it to you in a way that was, you know, different and and that you could feel on your soul level. It's so cool when we when we can do this work for others and ourselves. Uh, I find it incredibly hard to read for myself. But it's, it's we're not idea. actually. So that's the thing. We're not really supposed to. I, I could we see can it. get signs. 
we can have a whole bunch of stuff, right? But technically there's the barrier. Like even for me, I have to go somewhere else for them to see things that I can. I'm like, huh? <laughs> oh, okay. That's what they're trying to say. Oh, all right. Well, why could you just say that to me? Right. And I mean, I have very clear communication. I say spirit guides. Some people say guardian angels, but you know, with my team and you know, if they don't share with me, I'm just, I'm an average person too, man. I I'm here in this human experience. So if they're not sharing it with me, it's not, you're going to have to figure this one out on your own. Oh, here we go. Okay. Right. So then you're looking at the signs. You're like, mm, I don't know. And then for me, normally it's, if I'm just randomly talking, usually it will come out and then you have them. Oh, wait. Oh, 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 you slipped that in there. Okay. Hold on. Right. And I mean, if I can get past it, I'm stubborn. I'm a Leo. Okay. Like I got it. Very stubborn. So it takes them some time <laughs> sometimes to really jab it in there. But I also find that, you know, my move out here, the transitioning out here of everything from, you know, finding this house and manifesting this house to the wonderful people to even what I'm going through here with my husband, right? And, you know, hit the cancer and and all of that, this is dark. I mean, to other people, this is dark. And I've had to learn in this experience more than anything ever. Um, Cause this one's up there. I'll have to say this one's probably at my top of my list right now um, that I have to spin everything into a positive. And when you're in your darkest time, I'm like, holy crap, I don't see positive. I don't see positive. How's there positive? I'm not seeing positive right now. And then I take a step back and I think, and I'm like, okay, okay, wait. All right. And then it comes. I don't know where it's coming from because that's not coming from me because my mind is not in that direction. But then it comes and I'm like, whoa, okay. And it's also being in the moment. You know, I used to be a workaholic. It was just go, 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 go. I didn't know the whole time of stopping and being still and taking that moment of just watching, learning, embracing. And so this has stopped us that this is literally a day by day thing. You know, months ago is hour by hour. And when you can combine all of that, you know, it, it's opened me to a new level to, I never thought I would experience this. I really put it out there for those who have gone through it beforehand, um, on the emotional roller coaster that you can go through with this, but I put this out there and I never thought I'd be that vulnerable because I always wanted to separate who I am to who I am as business. I never wanted them to coincide. And I realized for me to be truly authentic, I am still the same person. And so I put it out there and I'm sharing and you got the tears and you got me with my hair up matted and bawling my eyes out. And for the first time, that is the moment where I heard, now you're being authentic because now the wall's completely down. And look how long that took because I was just over 40 now. We won't say the age, but yeah. <laughs> so um, it took me a long time. And, you know, I love what you're doing as well in regards to it, because I think that, you know, this is what's needed in the world right now with the shift. But it's not just telling someone, it's giving them it. And that's the difference of what you just said, right? It's giving them the tips. It's telling them what they need to do. For me, it's a step-by-step. -step. 
You are going step one all the way through. And we don't go from step one to step four, right? We're going step by step. And then, you know, how the full release comes from. And that's, I think, what people need is they need to have that visualization of, okay, here's where I go. And I say to everybody as well, I mean, I might be a little bit different and I know I have to create my boundaries because I can hear spirit yelling at me right now, which is my last boundaries that I need to do is I always say that I'm not like when I'm done with the session or whatever, I don't just end it. It's not who I am. I'll hear things and I'll send you a message be like, okay, what's going on up there, man? Cause your spirit guides are like screaming at me. So what's happening? Or, you know, the biggest thing is, is with my main session, that one is the deepest, right? So I'm on it until you turn into that butterfly and flap your wings. I'm there. So I knew that when I went through my experiences, there was moments in which I was ready to break down and say, I'm not doing this anymore, man. Like I'm not, this is too emotional. And I'd have my shaman there lifting me back up. So literally every day I'm doing a voice message to someone pushing and saying, you've made it this far, right? Let's keep pushing. You're almost there. This is hard. It's okay. But don't stop. Because the end result is for you. And that's the other thing. And I I want you to look at this too, because they're saying this for me to you to use in your sessions. The moment you have the final release is that you're actually, and this is the other part of it, is that many people want closure in their lives. And we can't move forward without closure. So that's either coming from like, and I'm sorry, from someone who's really hurt you, or the answer to why, like, why did this happen? But when we often look at the parties involved in many of our lives, even mine as well, um, A, you're not going to get the people to say I'm sorry, because most of them didn't believe that they've done anything wrong. Okay. And sometimes we don't get to the answer of why, which means really the only person that's hurting in the end is you. Because you're still holding on to that energy. They're moving on with their lives. They don't care, right? You're the one stuck back here with still the hurt, the pain, and the sorrow. So by, you know, writing things out and expressing yourself is allowing you to have the closure, giving you the power. No one else is taking that power. You on your terms to say what it is that you need to say to these people. And then obviously at the end, I tell them to burn it right? We have our things and then you're burning and you're sending the intention above of complete release, right? That's the defining moment that you go from a 3D to a 5D like that. That's when the manifestations start coming very, very fast because you've put in the work. So the universe is going to look down and be like, oh, Jackie did it. Oh, that was hard. Oh, she didn't like that. Mm -mm. No. Okay. But she did it. What does she need now? And that's when you see things change in such a beautiful way. Yeah, it's I, I can feel that. It's like that creating your reality by letting go of things. And humans don't let go of things very easily. It, it's incredibly challenging for us to let go. Yes. But, you know, a lot of the ego created things like marriage in the first place, that idea that you're, you're two and you have to be one. And it's like, no, we're still two. Uh, mm-hmm. we're, we're still very much our one person and, and we chose to include another being in our lives. We chose to uh, elevate together and, yes. and separately, right? But mm-hmm. oftentimes we find in, in that codependency and that's when it's really hard to let go. It's hard to uh, sever those ties and uh, move forward within our energy and closure is definitely a big thing for yeah. a lot of us. And for forgiveness. Sure. Forgiveness yeah. is huge. Right. That was my biggest part. When I say that, and they're like, what? 
I'm like, yeah, so this is where we use the sentence. I choose to forgive, but I will not forget, right? I say, but it has to come from you that you're going to let go because then you're severing the energy cord. And that was hard for me. That was hard. That was probably the hardest thing I'd ever gone through. I was like, because I remember looking and saying, you want me to forgive them for what? What? Like this ruined my life for years, years, right? And that's when they looked at me and said, you're still holding on to it, which means you're going to get triggers. Oh, yeah. Okay. And, you know, once I said it and you release, it just, I don't know. That's what my future retreats are going to be all about. That's what I'm looking for is having week-long, very intense spiritual retreats. And by the end, you come out beyond liberated, but it's going to be a roller coaster. But I don't want people to feel like it's just them. I want it as a group, not large, small, that you have the support that we're all here. We're all here for the same reason. And we all need to love each other and to lift each other up to raise that vibration of everyone's mind. Right. And that's, I mean, that's what my goal is in the future. Whenever that happens, right. Universe. I don't know. <laughs> I, I like that. And it, it helps to, to get that vision when, you know, you've done all the shadow work when you're doing the shadow work continuously knowing your work in progress all the time and it's just every time you you step over that hurdle you're like one step closer to that goal one step closer (laughs) just Mm -hmm. every time it motivates you almost in the end of the more you do it uh every time I I get a trigger I I love it you know (laughs) before I would be like discomfort Mm -hmm. I'm like what the fuck is that let's go let's go (laughs) journal that let's go see what the hell that is because I'm going to create like create a shift for myself within the next yeah. week or so because I did that. So let's, let's figure this out every time. I don't know. I, I feel like I'm the, the oddball out a lot of the times with that. Like, if, Oh, you have a shadow. What? And I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Uh, <laughs> or if, if I recognize shadows and people, people around me don't like it too much, but if, if I recognize it in people around me, it's like, oh, I'm going to ask you a question and you're probably not going to like it, but mm-hmm. <laughs> let's, let's go there. You know, it, it's just like, oh, <laughs> it's, it's such a, a deep part of me now that it's like, I'm constantly in that question mode of what is this? Where's it coming from? How can I move through it? And yeah. That's, that's the biggest thing that I um, extend to others is always being like, why am I triggered? Why am I angry? Why did I read this thing? And suddenly I'm upset. Like, what about yeah. it caused that initial feeling? And we already know. This is the coolest thing about life is that we do already know. It just takes a deeper connection yeah. to yourself to really see it and, and understand it. And that's wonderful because I got to tell you, I'm still kind of working on that. So I'm not at your level there. I don't sit there. Hey, County, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not totally there. I'm embracing. I am right. But you know, I think even through everything, even that you've gone through, which is, and I, this is really weird and I wasn't going to do this, but it's really hard for me not to like, it's really freaking hard for me, but you have an older woman who's standing behind you staring at me. Um, so I almost want to put her more towards like a grandmother type figure. 
Um, and it's funny because did she have like longer hair? There's something about the hair only because when she showed me first, it was like short, but then she's like long now, long now I got my hair. So she's bringing herself back, not in the age of passing, but a little bit before. Right. And there was something about the hair. The hair's really big because she keeps kind of like going like this, like she can't stop touching it. So is that resonating with you? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So give me a second. She, she's literally standing in the corner right now. So hold on. I'm just looking at her. Okay. I don't know what this is. So I don't analyze. Is there a toy? Um... It's weird because it kind of reminds me of a caterpillar, but it's not. But there's colors. There's colors on this toy. This toy makes noise, by the way. Okay. But I'm seeing colors. Like there's it, it's like red and blue and like yellow or something. I feel like there's rings. I don't know. This is really hard for me to make out because it's kind of fuzzy. But she says I make the toy go off. Like the toy will make noise when she's oh, around. Yeah. yeah, I feel that. Yeah, <laughs> I get that. <laughs> okay, okay. I, I'm glad you do because sometimes I'm like, I don't know what the frick I'm looking at here. I just see colors and I just know it's a toy. Okay, hold on. Okay. Um, do, you, do you sing in the shower? I don't, but uh, my children do. Cause she's bringing up singing in the shower. Okay. Like, okay, hold on. Why are we talking? Okay. Why are we talking about the shower? What's going on? Oh, okay. Got it. Okay. Hold on. See, sometimes it doesn't come. So she's saying, pay attention to when you're in the shower, because a lot of the thoughts from her and from above are coming in your head. And some of them are through like song. That's why she's bringing up songs, like a, a lyric of a song or something like that. And it's going to be repeated. It's going to be something, but she keeps talking about the shower. Like this is when you just kind of let go. And this is when they're coming. Like this is when they're trying to put things into your head. Feel is that. that making sense? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cause she's like, tell her. <laughs> all right a little feisty i'm not gonna lie to you when she wants something done like the fingers pointing at me okay <laughs> all right um do you have a little boy who's the little boy hold on what are we talking about a little boy friend's boy one of your friends boy boy Younger, younger, okay. What about the boy? Okay, so she just said, I don't know. It's a friend of yours, younger boy, okay? And she said, can you tell the mom, like have you tell her, stop worrying so much? Apparently he's a little behind, like in speech or something, and there's worry. And she's like, no, no, no let it go. He's let it go. It's going to come. But that's something because she's watching it. She can feel the energy from it. And she's like, you got to tell the mom 
take a step back and breathe, please. Okay. Like we don't need full blown, whatever this is. She's like, I know he's a little behind, but he's going to catch up. Ooh. That, that mom has intense anxiety. So yeah, this makes sense. And I'm okay, just with her. So there we <laughs> That's why. There we go. See, I can't do it. When I'm looking at you, she's standing beside me and she's like this. Hey. Hey, are you done talking? Hey, you see me. <laughs> I'm like, I can't pay attention to you anymore. <laughs> it's like that thing that we talked about earlier. You can't read for yourself. It's like no. it just, you miss a lot. Miss you a can't. Lot. You can't. And it happens all the time. And I can't because they're literally like screaming at me so I'm like I'm really trying to pay attention and smile right now and answer the question when I have like your grandmother going you can see me <laughs> I can see you you can see me <laughs> oh I love it I love it but yeah the biggest thing the biggest thing is is the thoughts because they're coming like a mile a minute like yeah. a lot and d- don't compare yeah stop comparing for the love of god stop comparing because she's like you are so bad at that you've been like that since you were little she's like you got to stop comparing yourself to others you're at your own journey where you're supposed to be and yeah we can have envy we can have moments where we look at others who in our eyes are doing much better than us in life right but at the same time we're actually where we're supposed to be And things that, you know, for me, I don't want to be a multimillionaire. I don't. What am I supposed to do with that? Okay. I want enough to be very comfortable in my life for myself and my children and my family. I want to be able that if I go out and I see something that I could spend $5,000 and buy something for somebody, like I'm always doing the pay it forward, go and buy groceries. I just like to step it up a couple notches now, you know, and that it won't hurt. That if I spend that 5000 to go and do a down payment for somebody for a car or something like that, then it's, it's okay. That's the life I want, right? That you can constantly get for, but then I'm still living my best life. Because as much as we want money, money causes problems too. Oh, yes. Right? And we can all have that dream. We can all have the dream of whatever. But it's not going to stop me. I'm still going to be shopping at them damn thrift stores. I'm the person I need. I, I want to sale or like something. No, <laughs> I'm still going to do it. It's not going to change to do that way. But your grandma is saying, stop with a comparison. That makes sense. I feel that. And it's interesting with um, the, the shower reference. So <laughs> vulnerable moment. Uh, most of my life I avoided the the shower i'm a bath lady and more recently i've been called to do the shower the beating on the on the cleansing purging and it's incredibly interesting but i do find that when i do uh intention uh spiritual baths that i do get most of my downloads that's where i can really connect with my spirit team and Mm -hmm. uh gain clarity of my path which i'm already gaining currently I'm, i'm very much in transition right now so it's like, I still have questions and you can't read for yourself. It doesn't work. You, you get blocked, you get, eh, and then your ego comes in and it's like, so I, it's just pointless to do. Yeah. But I still find myself doing it. And then I'm like, ah, this isn't right. So this makes sense. I'll probably find that clarity in the shower. 
Um. <laughs> but always know one thing that we often forget, and it's something I needed to learn, okay, is that even times in which we feel as though we're at a standstill, that things are not necessarily moving forward the way that, you know, we saw it kind of thing, even within our spiritual game and, you know, gifts, things like that. You know, there are times in which I can sit back and, you know, through this transition, you know, I'm not doing as many sessions, right? I've, I've taken a very big leap back and, you know, above they're like, no, because what we don't realize is that when something is put on a halt, it's because our shift needs to go to something else at that time, right? And we can't have both. So it's okay. We're going to refocus over here. Maybe something with family health whatever it is, maybe you need to rejuvenate yourself, you know, you got to get into your grounding, whatever it is. And then once this has been done, this is going to come back full force. Right. And that's something I've learned. If I don't have sessions coming to me before I'd be like, Oh my God, what's going on? Wait, what? What's happening? What's happening here? Uh, huh? You know, I used to be booked like three, four or five months in advance. And then all of a sudden, like things started dying down. I'm like, what, what? is happening then it all came to light right and I'm like oh now I get it okay so now my focus is my family and my husband an insane amount of trips to the hospital and trying to go through this roller coaster of emotions I can't tap in when I can't even concept my own freaking thoughts and yeah. I have my own worry and I got my own ego and fear so now that this is starting to slow down now, they're like, okay, are you, are you ready now again? And I'm like, mm-hmm. watch your words though. Slowly. Thanks. Learn to watch your words because if you say something, they're going to do it. And then you're going to sit back and be like, oh, I didn't mean that much. Just take it down a notch, notch, notch. Nope. Nope. Take it back. Right. And so <clears throat> it's also me learning the power of words and I'll catch myself. That's the biggest thing. I'll catch myself, even if it's within a negative, just the if word, like if this happens, as opposed to, so in my life, this is happening right now because I'm manifesting, right? We can't do the word if kind of thing. So then I'll be like, if no, sorry, when I go on this trip, <laughs> right? Like you start catching and that's the difference. That's the difference of, a, of another part of an awakening is you start catching yourself because you only want to set the best intentions with positive wording, positive thoughts and positive feelings. And, you know, there, yeah, I'll have days where I'll say, you know what, above, I don't want to be positive today, please. So I'm going to take 24 to 48 hours and I'm going to feel all my emotions and I'm going to scream and I'm going to cry and I'm going to be mad. And then after that, I'm like, okay, I'm good for another couple of weeks. Let's go. Right. And that's how it works for me. I have to take that time to feel, to really feel it and then let it go. And then I'm good. But that's my release form. Right. As I say above, I don't want anything. I don't want to talk to anybody. I'm not going to be very nice. And everything I've held on to for six months is probably going to come out <laughs> like a cannon. <laughs> Has nothing to do with the breadcrumbs that are on the counter. <laughs> It's just kind of the tip of the iceberg that just set me off. And uh, yeah, so I mean, you know, I love that you're doing it. I appreciate you bringing me on and, you know, even allowing me to express what's happening in my life and, and what I do. And I know we're way over time. God bless your soul. <laughs>
I'm a talker. This is fine. It's fine. Thank you for being here. Thank you for, you know, getting that grandmother message uh, behind me. I love that she came through. It's always unexpected. And that's what I love. It's when you least expect it. And, you know, she's always with you. I mean, you take a big part of this from her, honey. Yeah. This is generational, right? She wasn't very like verbal very much um, with like, you know, gift wise, like there's something she's held behind, which is why she's there because you have more coming. And so she's going to be there. Who's going to guide you through when you feel like you're losing your mind because other things start becoming a little stronger or you're finding that new things are starting to happen. And, you know, I understand that it can be very overwhelming for many. And I'm, I still apparently have two gifts I have not tapped into. Uh, Last night was a massive thing that happened to me that I've never experienced before in my life. And uh, I'm like, Oh, oh, what's, what's, what's coming next now? Okay. How many gifts do you want me to have? Cause it's a lot <laughs> like how many more, but if I'm meant to do it, I just say above, you know, what my reasoning is here, place it in my path or put it in my head and I will do it. I stop second guessing. Cause if there's anybody you can't fight with is your spirit guides. Okay. Cause they're just going to repeat things in your head over and over and over until you want to lose your mind. Right. There's no off switch with that. So mm-hmm. I say, I may not get it first. I, you know, it might be a couple times, but I'll do it and I'll won't second guess. And now that I've shifted my thought that way, my whole life has changed completely. My entire trust is above and I wouldn't, I wouldn't change it for, for anything. And I only hope that, you and I can reach as many people, bringing them over into the light and understanding and awareness and and built up their consciousness of being able to enjoy the beauty of what this planet really is and why Mm -hmm. we're here to enjoy this ride in the new beginning. Yeah, love it. Thank you so much for offering your insight. I appreciate you. You're welcome. I appreciate you too. And hopefully maybe in the future we can do some collaborations because I'd love to. Yay!